This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Moon. Pija. And Hobbs. Hobbs. Hobbs is back. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Um, Yay. This is episode five. Last week we had a guest. This week, zero for guestage. I don't know what's going on. We called everybody. Nobody wants on. And no sponsors either. So, so far, so good. Your endless plugs last week did not bring us fortune. No, I am going to try to get a deal on a cremation. You heard about that last week. If not, go back on the web and listen to episode four. Dave Gall is doing Cremation Society of Minnesota commercials. If you're in any way considering it, go ahead and mention Dave's name once you see the commercials. It'll help him out, and then maybe he'll come back and be a guest again. Otherwise, we don't pay. And that's another reason we get no guests. There's no benefit to being on this show whatsoever. You can't even find us on Google. Not yet. But we're getting there. And uh, Hobbs had some great ideas in order to market the show uh, with, you know, more of a visual presentation. Uh, So we're going to start doing stuff on YouTube. Big time. Well, that means we're going to have to dress for the occasion. Oh. My face hardly fits in the screen anymore. (laughs) <laughs> come on that's not true <laughs> I'm, I'm like sitting here saying okay what's going on with my face it's large my dog ritz is sick she's thrown up twice oh no yeah we can't get her into the vet until the 19th why and not what, what did the well, vet say we can if there's an emergency they said to keep an eye on her okay. she probably maybe ate something who knows yeah you know there's nothing like driving through your house and running through dog puke in your wheelchair is there grass inside yeah. the vomit that's the key Oh, no grass. No. No grass? Okay, because grass is usually a big thing that gets my dogs to. Yeah. Isn't it weird being a pet owner? We have to examine what's in our dog's throw up. Yeah. (laughs) My dog has a phobia. This is the craziest thing. She now won't even go through our front door to go outside to go potty. There's a mat, and she tries to jump the entire mat. Okay. And, And she's not going downstairs anymore. We took her to the vet. And uh, they said uh, it's not a vision problem, which is what we thought. They okay. said she needs Prozac. She needs to go on medication living with you. Probably so. It's probably, yeah. The dog. The dog that's the therapy dog. It's supposed to calm you. Uh, we've been trying CBD, and that works a lot. Have you ever done that with a pet? It's good. No, we, I don't have a pet anymore. You guys are the pet people. We are the pet people. And this is another thing that's weird as a pet owner. Between the two of us, P-Jug, you know, leaves the house occasionally or whatever. And I'm here and she wants me to know what time the dog wants to go out, you know? And she says, you got to get to know their poop and pee schedule. Mm-hmm. And I'm like going, okay. 
So what I do is I use my security cameras to figure out when the last time the dog was let out because I can see the dog on the camera. Of course. (laughs) Anything to just like maximize the efficiency of relaxing, right? I'm just going to put together an Excel spreadsheet real quick. Look at all the times, (laughs) cross-reference. Well, and then think about that. You do that with a pet. Would you do it with a spouse? Our unnamed producer just used the bathroom at home. And uh, the uh, woman he loves dearly does not uh, love him back right now because it's odoriferous. Apparently so. And does she accuse you many times of this foul stench? Well, let's just say it doesn't smell like roses. That's for sure. <laughs> P-Jug's here. P-Jug, you know, you follow me into the bathroom once in a while. Uh, yes, I do. P-Jug here. <laughs> <laughs> she always says P-Jug here. I don't know why she does that. <laughs> P-Jug here. So anyway, when I go in there, how is it? I mean, is it, you know, like. I used to follow you into the bathroom too, buddy. That's right. Uh, That's where the face mask comes in handy. Yeah. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah, COVID's been great for anybody following me into the can. You know, it's not just finishing your business, but on the way there, sometimes there's flatulence. (laughs) We're we're getting really deep, aren't we? I think it's pretty deep in here. Uh, But one time. Uh, I was working on a radio station and the traffic report was on and I couldn't wait. Current temp is 85 in traffic. There is a crash at County Road C. What was that? What? I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh my God. I think I know what just happened. <laughs> but I don't, even want to, I don't even want to give you the time of the day. I'm shutting your mic off. Yeah, there you go. A little example of some of my uh, Marconi award-winning broadcasting. Can we talk about something other than poop? (laughs) Pretty please. How about pee? Oh, God. I don't want to talk about throw up, poop, pee. You know, like, I'm not a prude. It's just like. uh... We've covered all the fluids, haven't we? Yeah, pretty. Well, not all of them. And let's let's not. Let's not see what we left off. Did yep. you see the M&M store at the Mall of America? It's brand new and it's massive. Yeah, you sent me that. I went to the one in Vegas. I, I did, think it was yeah. in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, and then you could get your name put on the M&Ms. Then you could eat your own name, and that was awesome. Ooh, that is pretty awesome. That is cool. P-Jug, I can see it now. P-Jug M&Ms. <laughs> That's what we should do. We should, we should get a combo of Moon, P-Jug, and Hobbs different colors a gift bag for somebody <laughs> yes with all yeah. of our names and we promise we're not going to let moon touch them i'm yes. on a lifestyle change can we also talk about more food i would like to talk about more food okay so we've covered uh, the new m&m store but what we didn't talk about is the fact the minnesota state fair one of the country's largest i think it's number two behind texas uh the state fair is going to have an event i believe in may And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not going to be a full-blown fair, but there will be live music. There's going to be lots to eat. I think, you know, they lost a ton of money canceling last year. Think about that. How many uh, annual visitors does our fair get? Isn't it like 3 million or something like that? Two. I think it's 2 million. And And I will, for the Minnesotans in the audience, yes, I will correct him. The Minnesota State Fair is bigger. More people come per day. The Texas State Fair runs for a month. And ours runs for only 12 days. So we get more people. And then our unnamed producer, he goes to the state fair every single day. And what do you do there every single day? Do you get different 
fried stuff. I mean, what's what's the draw for you to go that many times and that many people? Uh, just walking around with the ability to have a beer in your hand and eat whatever food you want is something that you don't get to do very often in the state. And I could people watch, drink, and eat food all day long. So why not? And if you've ever walked around the fair with he knows everybody. He gets stopped okay. all the time. Like you're walking past a booth. He's like, oh, yeah. That's old Jim Jorgensen over there. Yeah, I used to know him from the golf course. My old man and this and that and the other thing. And, like, I mean, he he knows he is the most Minnesotan, small town, knows everybody who lives in a city guy. Can I call him too? Oh, sorry. Gene. I was calling him G. That's all right. It's sorry. too late. <laughs> Uh, the best thing in my eyes to eat, uh, I've always said this at State Fair, is the gizmo. Oh, yeah, some, you love those. Some person from uh, Iowa started at, I believe, the Iowa State Fair, and it, they sold so many of them, they opened at the Minnesota State Fair. So now that person works for 24 days a calendar year. Nice. Right? But when they're working, they're almost working 24 hours a day right. until the fair's beginning uh, to the end. And those gizmos, I think they're now like eight bucks. Man, they're good. Over the 12 days, I had 14 of them. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so Hobbs, and unnamed producer, what are your favorite foods at the fair? What oh. do you miss? What are you going to get when you get, get back there this year? God, it's different for me a little bit every year because I always want to get one thing on the new list. Yeah, me too. You know, And now they serve cheese curds in restaurants, which is kind of ruining it. But the mini donuts, boy, they're just not the same anywhere else. Those warm when they're hot. Yes, you have to have them. Yeah, they're always yeah. hot. Yeah. Oh, they are good. They're always hot. If, if it's not the gizmo for me, bacon on a stick is a big one. The corn. Oh, the corn. Oh, yeah, corn. Down. I love corn. the yeah. corn. I always Tiffany. try something new, like Tiffany. Or um, Hobbs. Yeah. We don't even know or what we're Hobbs. calling each other. On we don't know. <laughs> but yeah, you got to try new stuff. There's always good stuff. But the staples, you can't go wrong with. Yeah. You know, it was kind of funny. We had a booth at the State Fair. And it was right next to the uh, meth addiction booth. <laughs> what? No. Yeah. There was a, no, I, yeah. I never saw the meth addiction. Booth. Yeah, there was that a was meth- a while ago. Are you talking about our state fair? Yeah, it was really weird because it was us, then a meth booth. <laughs> no, and then, it wasn't. Yeah, and then the corn of the cob. But the thing about the people is that are all on meth. They got no teeth and they, you know, you get it. Oh my God. That was a long oh. way to walk for that one. Yeah. That uh, was a long way. Oh, okay. Touche. Yeah. Oh. I get it. Moral of the story. Don't do meth. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to enjoy corn at the state fair. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, can we talk about, and I know people are Bill and Melinda Gates getting divorced. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, Uh, somebody said on late night talk show last night, I got kind of a kick out of it. Think of after the divorce is final, Bill Gates remarries, but remarries Jeff Bezos. (laughs) 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 That's the only way either one of them are going to get all their money back. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) They could, yeah, they could team up. Exactly. And I think good for, good for Melinda. She finally got free. (laughs) Like brilliant. You know why Melinda Gates left, right? No. Because Bill was Microsoft. Hey. hey. Oh, oh, okay. Are you stealing? Are you stealing jokes from dad memes again, or what? No, <laughs> no. But I actually have some jokes I'm going to tell here in a little bit. Oh, good. You know, with the Gates family, they gave away almost all their money, and there's several families. That, I think they said that they're worth between the two of them 190 billion. 
And they have no prenup. They have Did no prenup? Know? No. Yeah, yeah, I heard, no I heard that on my favorite morning show. They do have a strategic agreement in place to help divvy up the money that they have currently. So it's not a legal prenup, but it okay. is something that they can yeah. facilitate how the money will be spent. And I heard it was around $126 billion from what I remember. But I believe that's Lord. true. I think wow. he walked. I think she walked in on him, and he made one of those robot ladies. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's just like now that she like realizes, like, you are a freak, and I just can't anymore. I can't compete with you and all your binary and JavaScript and whatever. I sat down one time and tried to figure out how much a billion dollars actually was, and <laughs> so it's a thousand million is a billion. Okay. So if you a have a thousand million, wow, a thousand million is one billion. Oh, and by the way, those jokes I was warning you about, these are from Devin, Nebraska again. Oh, Devin, Nebraska. These are always gems. Yeah. Oh, Devin, Nebraska was kind of filthy the last time we had her on. She was uh, a little on the line. My friend got mad when he caught me smelling his sister's panties. I don't know why he was mad. Maybe it was because she was still wearing them or because the whole family was watching. Either way, it made the funeral awkward. That's that's horrible. Is that how they do it in Nebraska? That, there you go, Devin. I guess, See, that's what I'm saying. Devin is kind of racy. So I donated $100 to a blind kid's charity. Too bad they won't see a dime of it. <laughs> oh, oh, my no. gosh. Deb. Oh, my God. Deb. Deb. <laughs> I walked into the kitchen and saw my wife chopping up onions, and it made me cry. Onions was a good dog. Oh, God. That's bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Uh, that's enough of that that's for so now. That's so bad. That's so bad. I have found something new to watch on television. A series? Yeah. And here's the reason why I started watching it. Uh, you know, and you've even heard Brian Regan featured on this podcast. And maybe we can more, play some more Brian here in a second. Check this out. I, on Jimmy Fallon the other night, Brian Regan, a comedian, shows up. And they're talking about his new uh, Netflix special. Uh, they promote the fact that he's on a television show and that he's really, uh, you know, maybe even going to win some awards nice. for his acting abilities. Cool. And one of the Fairley brothers is behind the show called Louder Milk. Louder Milk, just like it sounds. L-O-U-D-E-R Milk. Louder Milk. Louder Milk plays a sober coach. That right there opens up the door. That's pretty to funny many, premise. Many twisted roads because he'll walk into a meeting. There might be 20 guys in the group. It's like an AA meeting. And then they have to share their experiences uh, about alcohol or maybe what's bothering them or what their triggers are because of their addiction issues. And there's probably 20 alcoholics in there, but then there's one guy that sneaks in from a sex addicts anonymous meeting <laughs> and he's just kind of <laughs> hanging out pervert on people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just one of the, and this is another thing they're doing. I can't even believe they're doing it. There is a guy that has a birth defect and his arms and his hands are maybe a foot long. Oh, you know what? I knew a guy whose one arm was like that. Yeah. Yep. And, mm -hmm. and what they do is they use him in all kinds of scenes, like playing ping pong and just all this stuff that you wouldn't expect from a guy whose arms were a foot long. It's just a very dark comedy, very dark. Oh, I love and, that. Yeah. And so if you want to, mm. you know, check it out, it's on Amazon prime and uh, the guy's name is Brian Regan. Here he is now. You know, the ultimate in looking like an idiot. It's when you walk into a spider web, right? 
because nobody else sees that spider web. They just see you walking off in the distance, suddenly flipping out for no reason whatsoever. You're just walking along, everything's fine. All of a sudden, no! Hey, did you see that guy? He just snapped. He was walking along, he just went nuts through that tree. Look, he's still doing it. I don't know what happened to him. It's the same thing when a little bee starts chasing you around. Nobody sees the bee, they just see you, you know, just trying to brush it. People off in the distance. Hey, is that guy waving to us? Hey, how you doing? No! Okay, so check out Louder Milk uh, on Amazon Prime. Pea Jug is not the hugest fan at this time. Well, you're farther along with it than I am. I think you finished the first season last night. I did. I think I'm on uh, episode four. Anybody else got something they're watching that's good? I finally can watch Handmaid's Tale without Hulu. And really, I don't think this is my best option because I'm just sitting at home getting pissed. Tell me about that, Hobbs, because I just signed up for Hulu once again to watch The Handmaid's Tale. But the weird thing about that show is that all of the things that happen, especially in the book that Margaret Atwater wrote, everything that happened in the original book are all things that have happened in other cultures at some point towards women. So anyway, so yeah, so I'm just, just getting myself mad. And now I'll probably need a sober coach. So I should watch Louder Milk, right? Moon? Yeah, watch Louder Milk. That'll help Okay. You. Okay. It takes me back to the days when I used to go to meetings all the time. I yep. went to NA, I went to CA, and I went to AA. It saved What's my CA? life. What's CA? I don't know CA. Uh, Cocaine Anonymous. Oh, okay. So that's like you guys get your own meeting apart, apart from the Narcotics Anonymous? We're beyond you mushrooms, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you ever, were you ever in a meeting and some guy's telling his story and you're like, that's nothing. Oh. <laughs> like you're like, whatever. I had a bunch of stories. Probably one of my scariest stories at a meeting was uh, a guy had talked about having a relapse. And he's driving down the road and he hits something. Oh God. And he went ahead about a half a mile before he stopped. He looked and he had blood on his uh, bumper. So he drove the car home, put it in the garage, shut the doors, tried to scrub the blood off. uh, And then in the news later that day, there had been a man that had been killed by a car in that area. Right. And so this guy goes in and he decides I'm going to confess. And so he confesses, but what he didn't know was they'd already arrested somebody. The drunk guy hit a dog. Right. (laughs) Which is not good either. No. And he, so, but he went in and confessed to hitting a man with his car because he was drunk. So that's not good. And those are the kind of stories you get in meetings. <laughs> I, I meant for you to, well, I didn't necessarily mean for you to tell his story, but that's. <laughs> well, it's anonymous. Well, it's kind of me. It's, yeah, yeah. It I left him anonymous. Super, super anonymous. Yeah. Oh, and I could tell you stories. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying that we should. I'm just saying, I was just asking. People, you know, have been known to do stupid stuff when they're hammered. Yeah. Oh, and, and when they're sober, there's a lot oh, yeah. of that too. Absolutely. Harder to explain. Oh, and then you wanted to talk about another show. It's called The Queen of Meth. You were speaking oh. of meth earlier. Right. Yeah. Did you know that Tom Arnold, you know who Tom Arnold is, right? The comedian, actor. Um, Married to Roseanne for a while. Was, was yes, he was. And uh, was a comedian who was based out of Minneapolis for a long time. And then that's actually kind of how they met. But anyway, his sister, Lori, is getting her own television show. And that is because in the early 80s and 90s, Lori was dubbed 
the queen of meth. She's basically like a real live Walter White from Breaking Bad. And this is Tom Arnold's sister. Like for six years, she was one of the very first early adopters into the meth game. And now she's served her sentence. She can talk about her story. And oh my God, the trailer is crazy. It looks really interesting, but it's Lori Arnold. Queen of meth. I think it's starting this week. Everybody should watch a good show about meth. That's really how binge watching started was Breaking Bad and meth. Another thing I want to address today on podcast episode number five, uh, which you can find on the Tom Bernard Network uh, or Google Moon, P. Jug and Hobbs. And you can play it that way, too. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on a whole bunch of them. People, as we get closer to herd immunity, uh, still won't take their shots. And they've been addressing this on the news. And I have uh, far right friends on the Republican side that say they're never going to get a shot. Uh, but I can't understand why you wouldn't want to take this vaccine. I mean, sure, they don't have long-term data and we could all grow a fourth arm. But right now, which would be nice. Yeah, fourth arm. Yeah, the third one hurts. It's the fourth one that comes in a lot easier. It's like <laughs> wisdom teeth. <laughs> and you can't buy gloves for three arms. Yeah, right. Because then you're always, well, then, but then actually, you know what to do with all the ones where you just lose one in the winter. Do you know anybody that won't take a shot? I do. And I, do uh, I know, I know a lot of people that were really hesitant about it. And, but here's what I'm saying. They're like, well, I can't believe they're going to make us take one to travel. Well, here's what I would say anybody who's tra- traveled internationally, there are a certain amount of inoculations you're required to take before you can depart. So this really isn't any different than like yellow fever or something like that. Other than it has not been studied as long. And I certainly understand that this is a rush, but this is also a vaccine. This is not a long-term medicine that we're all going to be committed to be on for two years. Like it's, it's, it's a shot or two shots. I get my second shot next week. I didn't have any problems with the first one. My arm was just a little sore, like a flu shot. Yeah. The second one's the bummer. Um, You might be all right. Yeah, I, I didn't have any problems with my second one. How about you, P. Jug? Um, I had Johnson and Johnson, so I just had the one shot, and no, no problems. It was just a little You're prick. Right. It was no problem. What you need is shots in the butt. Shots oh in the butt. Oh my god, no! Let's just a little prick. Won't hurt you. Yeah. Well, if you uh, don't want to take a shot, I wish you would. But you know, bringing it back to the meth question, like people will buy drugs from that someone knows they made in a bathtub, and yet, no, I don't trust some of the largest pharmaceutical companies <laughs> in the world. I don't know where that's coming from. That hasn't been tested. I like to get my stuff from you know Tim down on the corner. I don't know. I don't have a I don't have a meth dealer's name. I don't think Tim is maybe the most common answer, but. Was Tim mowing at midnight by chance? <laughs> yeah, he probably. Maybe that's why you're. Yeah, yeah. Good callback. That's a good callback, P. Jug. That's right. That's why he's out mowing. And you were talking a little bit about traveling. Would you go on a cruise right now? Because there's deals. Oh, I know. Well, you know what's funny because uh, there's a lot of work for comedians right now on cruise ships because a lot of people won't. And every time I get fired (laughs) or I have a major change in my life, I always think of that as my backup plan. I will just go be a cruise ship entertainer because I was obsessed with Love Boat and I've wanted to live on a ship ever since I was a kid. So, but you should do that. I think I got to do it when I'm retired. I want to do it when I'm the same age as the people cruising because yeah, I can find a nice, nice, you know, I can find a nice uh, older gentleman, you know, maybe an arrhythmia, something. I went on a cruise with a guy friend one time 
we went to the karaoke bar and we sang I Got You Babe to Aww, each other. Oh, I love it. And I had uh, a queen sitting in the front row come give me a kiss. Like a sovereign? Was it Queen Elizabeth? It or was somebody not Queen else? Elizabeth. He was more of a drag queen, actually. Ah, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, we got it. We got it. That was fun. Yeah, take a cruise. Uh, when you go on cruises, I've been on 10. Uh, I love it. It's my favorite form of vacation. Been doing it for years. Been all over the globe. It's a lot of fun. I still want to do the Panama Canal. They've actually got cruises now. Check this out. They leave from New York and they end up in Vancouver, British Columbia. Mm-hmm. So they go around the entire you know, North American uh, hunk of ground. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. I, I'm and, not trying to like, you know, like name drop on you. I've only been on one cruise and it was through the Panama Canal. Um, it was the Radisson Diamond. I won it through a work trip. It was a it was a year long sales competition, and I was one of the one of the people that finished in the top. But I'll tell you what, going through the Panama Canal is boring. It is you are looking for an entire day at two walls. Oh, That's interesting. It. Okay, yeah. There's like there's the northbound lane, or the well, I guess that'd be east west. There's there's one, and then there's the other. But you can wave at like the guys on like the oil rigs and the other ships. And uh, some of the some of the girls, I think, were a little loopy up on the top deck, and I think they're giving a bit of a show as the oh. as the seamen were floating by. Seamen, yeah, the seamen. That's, what they're, that's their title. They're now, seamen. Now we've covered all the fluids. <laughs> See, and I was the one who was complaining, and now it's me. All right, I'm putting myself in timeout. It's my fault. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, I'm glad I could capitalize on that. You know, we've been on so many of those ships and we always go to the comedy store on the ship. We usually uh, go on Norwegian. And the reason is they have no dress codes at all for anything. One time, this was awesome. Uh, do you remember Newman? I love that that's your deciding factor. There's no dress code. I know. Most people think about the location or the food. I know. Or, you know, funny. what are the activities going to be? What's <laughs> yeah. the rating? He's like, where can I show up in a robe and get a steak dinner? <laughs> right. That's what I want. I want, yeah. I want yes. to put on no shoes. Ever. Yes. I'll, I'll pay $2,500. I'll do that for a week. Yeah. Right. So anyway, uh, do you guys remember Newman from Seinfeld? He was on a oh, cruise yeah. that I was on. It was amazing. No way. Everybody was walking up to him. Hello, Newman, right? Oh, uh, my God. That's going to be, sh- oh, God. I'm sure he was so over it. But, you know, you can go down and buy pictures of yourself that were taken by the staff of the cruise ship. And they put them in like a gallery. And then you find your picture and buy it or whatever. I didn't care about my picture. I just wanted a picture of Newman. So every night we would go down trying to find a picture of Newman. Couldn't get one. Eventually, on the last night of the cruise, uh, we went to a restaurant that was pretty full, and they gave me a um, like a beeper when my table was ready. Mm-hmm. And uh, they sent me, uh, and you a, put it in your sweatpants. Yeah, but <laughs> <it's dinner time. laughs> you're not an animal. You wore the good sweats, right? And they were sweaty. Yeah, they were sweaty. <laughs> and I ended up going to my table, and they seat me right next to Newman. Oh my god, uh, that's, cool. No. that's cool. That's How cool. How is he dressed? How was he dressed? He was dressed impeccably. Of course. Oh, okay. Who, who is he with? I think it was his wife. Is he married? I don't know. Either that or he's cheating. <laughs> Newman's cheating. <laughs> don't start Newman. that rumor. Don't start that don't rumor. Don't start that rumor. No. no. So go on a cruise. Enjoy yourself. Go to the comedy stores at the uh, on the cruise lines. We've seen some really great comics yeah. on board, and we've seen some that not so much. 
Yeah. Well, you've got to have two shows. You have to have a clean show and you have to have a dirty show. It's yep. a requirement. You have to have the early show that has to be 100% straight. Okay. For 10 year olds to hundred year olds. And then you've got to have, then you got to have your dirty show, but even your dirty show, you're not supposed to like be too dirty. Talk about it. Yeah, exactly. It's still not really like, it's not all like it's, it's kind of an R, but not a X. Yeah. Which one do you do? Do Hobbs the clean or the dirty? I do both. I'm doing a corporate uh, comedy show next week down in Mankato for a group of uh, their their organization are all in-home uh, daycare providers. Can you believe it? I actually can do clean material. I can. How much do you think if you're on a cruise ship and you do two sets a night, what do you make for something like that? Oh, that completely varies. Uh, the amount of, you know, the the size of the ship, what you can negotiate, who your booker is. Usually you're doing anywhere between like a six week to three month run. The nice thing is you really can't get off the ship to blow your money unless it's one of the ships that has gambling, which I would not recommend if you're a gambler. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I've had pretty good luck usually on board. I don't know why. Yeah, know. but imagine being there for six weeks. And, you know, now you can do cruises like they have gay cruises they have yeah you know all different kinds of specialty cruises where you oh, can yeah. actually travel with a rock band they'll hire like some oh. band like white snake didn't they have like a backstreet boys cruise and like i i think i have a friend that actually went on one i think it was backstreet boys or i think there was a backstreet boys cruise yeah I think it's a great idea. I mean, if you're a super fan of something, that's fun. Yes, and they're going to perform yeah. and they're just going to be kicking it at the pool with you. And yes, I don't know. That sounds fun. You can just stalk right up close. Is there any band right now that you'd really want to see after COVID? We haven't had, had any entertainment. Uh, for me, it's Foo Fighters. They're doing four shows, but not anywhere near here. Aw. But uh, yeah, I mean, they're starting to release some concerts for the rest of the year, like Luke Bryan. Yep. I mean, there's a couple of shows out there. I would really like to see Chris Stapleton when he hits town. Oh, he's Ooh, really good. Yeah, I good. adore him. And I'm also super into Greta Van Fleet right now. Greta Van Fleet is a group of guys. Mm-hmm. They sound so much like old Led Zeppelin. And I am one of the biggest Led Zeppelin fans. Oh, so me too. They sound like the early days. I mean, they're, but what's funny is they interviewed these kids and like, no, we never listened to Led Zeppelin. We listened to Aerosmith. The kid sounds exactly like Robert Plant. I remember when they replaced Steve Perry and journey. Oh, I know that was a contract. Well, he left him yeah, and Neil Sean got into a big fight. And then the thing about it was the guy that replaced him. It sounded just like him. Yeah. Well, they did like a two. I remember they did auditions for almost like two years and that they found that, gentleman and um i believe he's from the philippines and and at the time when he nailed the audition he didn't really speak english he just knew journey songs and he could sing it just like steve perry doesn't look anything like steve perry but like an angel like he could mimic him perfectly when i was living down in texas steve perry used to come by the radio show all the time and he had a best friend in houston that was being treated for a tongue cancer and so he would fly into town yeah, whenever he did, he would, uh, you know, suck. stop by the show. And, and he was just a really good dude. I got a yeah. picture with him over the course of the years. I had pictures with so many different people that I was into, like Jackson Brown. I got yep. one with, uh, oh, God, I could name a, a zillion of them. Some well, of the, we only have to fill six more minutes. So. Yeah, we only have to. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go through all this. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, it's not, it is nice to be able to document that you met somebody. Yeah, it's cool. But, the, you know, again, really, but did you meet them? Are they going to remember the picture? That's the way I always no, look at it. Because people are always won't. like, do you want a picture with someone? I'm like, nah. 
they're not going to remember me. I'm Adam. Like, what am I going to do with that? Like, yeah. you know, here's me next to someone who doesn't know me again. I don't know. Right. Like, like, I remember when we took pictures with Billy Joel backstage at the end. Now, Billy Joel, I would definitely take a picture with just so yes. that's Yeah. Billy, oh, Billy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I came up with an idea. He was playing on his birthday at the Excel. I got a billboard like this size, you know, a, a traditional billboard size. And we put it outside the venue and had people uh, on staff handing out markers and people could write happy birthday, Billy on this, you know, giant billboard. So then we roll the whole thing up after everybody had written happy birthday, Billy, or whatever they're going to write. And uh, we presented it to him backstage and I was expecting a bunch of security and, but there was one guy with Billy. When I walked up to Billy, he was so short. I couldn't get over it. Right. I'm like going, Whoa. Cause to I me, know. Billy, Cause you're such a, I mean, like you're a tall man. I'm five, you're, seven. Yeah. <laughs> so and, if you're saying he's short, he's, he's short. short. I, didn't, I didn't, I thought he was more like your height. I thought he was more like five, seven. I did too. So yeah, he was very pleasant and he accepted it, looked it over, got a big smile on his face, allowed us to do selfies. I'm going to put that up on uh, the website. Do we have a website started yet? I don't think we do. Somebody should yeah. tell me if we do. You would know if we did because you're the, I, the one financing this show. No, we don't. No, we don't. I bought the domain. So who's going to do the work? <laughs> this is, yeah, this is what I love. Yeah, look, just corner us while we're recording and ask us who's going to. Well, this, oh, is, this, is, this is what this is how Moon delegates. Well, yes. you know, I've been thinking there should be a free airplane for me every day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Typical Moon. I know. I know. You yeah. know who we should get as a guest? That Adele. She's not doing anything right now. Yeah. Talk to her. Give her a call. See what the queen's up to. She likes me. Hey, Mother's Day this weekend. Yeah. Let's talk about that. You're a mom. I am. Tell us about your child or children. I have a child, singular. Thanks. We only work together for seven years. I'm nursing <laughs> right now. You can't see it. Um, <laughs> oh I seem God. distracted. My kid works in uh, the restaurant industry and is going to have to work most of Mother's Day serving other mothers and not me, which is crap. And then I have to go spend time with my mother. I, which I adore, but because of COVID and stuff and I'm not fully vaccinated yet, we're going to just kind of hang out. We're not going to, we're going to go for a walk in the park. We're probably not going to go to a restaurant or anything quite yet. Oh yeah. Cause my oh, stepfather is quite a bit older than my mom. Oh God, if he would listen, but like not quite a bit, but like he's 15 years older. And then P Jug, you want to tell us about your, your kid or your kids? You don't know hers either? You're married. He doesn't know mine. Okay. No, no, wait, do not answer P Jug. What are her children's names and ages? Go moon. Danielle, 30. 30, yes. Right? Dang. Elena is, I'd say, 25. 26. 26 just turned. Eh. In October. In October. I wasn't that far off. And then she's got stepkids, and Trevor and Maggie Jane. Yeah. Those are my kids. And so we're going to have a fire pit for uh, for Mother's Day. It's outside, social distanced. Yeah. I think that's going to be fun. We're going to get pizza. I think you're forgetting one of your children. Oh, for the love of God, I did forget my other child, didn't I? You have a son. My other son's name is Jeremy. I was Jeremy. waiting for the math on that. I'm like, I know, I know P. Jug has two. You have three. I guess I do. Yeah, it's, yeah, no more. <laughs> no mas. I'll never forget my vasectomy. <laughs> None of us will. How often do you get to say vast deference? Um, past eighth grade biology and uh, not, not a lot. <laughs> 
I remember the smell of the cauterization. Oh my God. Ugh. What? They have to burn. Don't, don't okay. Too. All right. I don't know. Oh. How, I'm, I'm not in charge of this. How do we edit? How okay. do I mute him? Yes. <laughs> I used to run the board and I could be like, nope, and play a song and take his mic down. And then I wouldn't hear about his burnt vast difference. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Oh, uh, Deb sent another joke. Make it count this time. <laughs> What's the difference between Chris Brown and Santa Claus? Oh, I'm not answering this. Santa stops at three hoes. Oh my gosh. Dab. Here's another one. My friend surprised me on my birthday with a book called Roadkill Recipes. So I did uh, cook some roadkill the other night and I cooked it according to its recipe and it was delicious, but I'm not really sure what I should do with the bicycle. Oh, Deb. I, and, and Deb wants to get paid for this. Ah. Deb, I, you know what? I feel like Deb's not her real name. I feel like it's, I think she's going under, I think she's going yeah. under an alias. It, it could be, it could be something else. We might have to do a deeper dive and do a reverse Google on this. It could be Karen. Address. Who knows? It could be. We got to get an update on your dating situation with Aaron Rodgers. Oh my God. I know. He's been, he, it's been a rough week, babe. Aaron Rodgers wants out of the Packers organization. It's ugly right now yeah. for more than one reason. Of course, they uh, they picked up a young quarterback last year. They're cheating he, on him after he, he was so good to them for so th- many years. I thought the Packers were going to go all the way to the Super Bowl last year. And uh, then I find out that Hobbs is dating a guy that looks exactly like him. Uh, I think you guys could have some fun with this. There's got to be – can you guys, like, set up a picture booth and charge – five bucks to get your picture taken with Aaron <laughs> Rodgers or something. I could, I could, because you know what, but I would have to do it after probably about 10 o'clock at night. You know, when people are a little fuzzy, cause he is not nearly as tall as Aaron Rodgers, but well, you met him, you and PJuk met him. People tell me that he looks like Aaron Rodgers. What did you think? You thought he did. I, I did. think so. Yeah, yes. But people ask for his picture all the time. And I I think they know it's not him. I mean, I think they know it's not Aaron Rodgers, but they like the idea of taking a picture with someone who looks like Aaron Rodgers. They're not totally convinced it's Aaron Rodgers, I don't believe. But there was a couple, there's been a couple of dudes that were a little bit lit that for sure thought it was Aaron Rodgers and kind of started talking about the strategy for next year. And it's like, yeah, it's not him. Man, I miss football. In the offseason, I just miss it. I know. Me too. I'm such a junkie. I'm in all these fantasy leagues and, you know, I just enjoy it. I grew up in Nebraska. We had nothing other than the Huskers. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, you always kind of gravitate to the NFL franchise closest to where you live. So for us, it was the Denver Broncos. I used to live in Denver when John Elway was the quarterback and it was so weird. I mean, people would follow him around like, you know, TMZ people and they'd Mm -hmm. go through his trash and, They'd go knock on his door on Halloween to find out what kind of treats he was giving the kids. And And they'd find nothing because the guy's an angel. I mean, John Elway is like America. Like he's such a, he really is like just such a wholesome guy. What a great brand. I mean, can you, can you imagine people sniffing around in our garbage moon? They'd find something. Oh yeah. Some stuff there. Oh, I can tell a lot of dirt. Yeah, we'd have to get a trash compactors. Are those even a yeah. thing anymore? Do people even do that anymore? They're like, oh, you can just make a cube of trash. I remember my grandmother loved it. Like rode my grandfather like sea biscuit to get that thing. And then when she got it, she's like, look at how small it is. Look. And now everybody's doing air fryers. Yeah, put the put the air fryer in the in the uh, compactor. That's yeah. <laughs> or the Instapot. 
Yeah, I thought that was one of those neti pots for the longest time. I'm like, what's wrong with all your sinuses, people? Oh, by the way, we have no guest booked uh, for the uh, near future. Oh, oh, oh! I do have an idea for I do have an idea for a guest. You do? About yes, I do because I've uh, secretly been in communication in my mind with a friend of mine who is a uh, well-regarded psychic. Really? Oh. Which means I haven't sent an email. I just thought about it. Oh. Probably going to expect your call. She knows it's coming. She knows it's coming. <laughs> you should. If you want to write us, by the way, Moon P Jug. Hobbs at gmail.com. And let's spell it. So moon, M-O-O-N, obviously. P-Jug, P-J-U-G. G. Two G's? Two G's. So it's it's pronounced P-Jug, but there are two G's. Yep. So it's almost plural? It's like it's like a rapper. So what, am I the person who's featured on this song and Hobbs? Like, Hobbs. I'm the producer. Like, I wrote, like, 60 seconds of the beat, and they're like, nah, she's a pain. We got to put her in the credits. And Hobbs is H-O-B-E-S or H-O-B-B-E-S? B-B-S. Okay. Two O's, two G's. Yep. Two B's. Two B's, right. You can see us on late night cable. Very late night. It's time to end the podcast. It's time to shut off the mics. It's time to end the podcast to get a thousand likes. You need to share this podcast with friends in cars or bikes. It's time to end the podcast and get a thousand likes. Why do you always listen? I guess we'll never know. A fat guy in a wheelchair. What the f*** does he know? It's time to end the podcast. It's time to get some likes. Go to your computer, type it in, and you're gonna win. We are out of lyrics in Boopy Jug and Hobbs.